My name is Josh Schneider. You're watching Thoughtful Discussions, and I'm here with DJ Adam C. Awesome. And uh, how's everything going? Good, man. Good. Yeah. How are you? I'm awesome. Work's picking up, and it's beautiful out. That's right. It's about, what is it, 85 degrees out today, 90 today? Yeah. We've been waiting for it in Pittsburgh. So tell me a little bit about how you got started. What got you interested in DJing? Well, um, I guess to start, I uh, would go back to college days. Okay. Um, yep. Or actually, even even before that, um, in high school, I was a big uh, music guy. Uh, okay. I was always in marching band or concert band or anything anything yep. music related. Gotcha. Um, so once that started uh, in college, I quit music altogether because there wasn't any marching band and well there was but i i just wasn't going to get involved with that right so i uh, started drinking a lot more in college going out to bars and clubs and yep. i would hear djs play music um and i was always a big uh uh hip-hop guy uh, mm. back in the day yep and um i loved it so i figured why not try to do some djing because i've always wanted to keep doing music mm -hmm. and um it just it just fit fit well at the time so yeah i bought a bunch of equipment i had no idea what i was doing with it yeah um but then i just kept working <laughs> on it and got better right. and right. uh the rest is history awesome is there anyone that inspired you and you were like oh i can do this when i started i guess i uh i guess i looked up the electro the electro djs at the time that were okay. that were coming up um obviously diplo with the mad decent movement mm -hmm. um, with all that stuff i i, I uh I watched what he did, and I, I basically based my equipment purchases off of what he was using. Okay, okay. Probably not the best thing at the time because he was using turntables at the time, which I, when I first dived into it, turntablism, I wasn't interested in that. I just wanted okay. to mix well, so I could, I should have probably started with a different setup. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad I went with turntables because I still have them to this day. Yeah. And um, so I mean, even though Diplo is more for a producer and uh, DJ, I'm glad I, in the, in the 10 Dove years in. of doing this, I went through um, the DJ right. path rather right. than the producer path. Uh, but yeah, that was probably my influence at that time. Interesting. And where did you go to school? I went to Penn State. Okay. Um, so I went, I was jumping around PA, different campuses. Okay. Um, and did, did a study abroad, but I ended up in State College to fin finish. Okay. And, um, and that's where I kind of started my DJ Mm. not career at the time because it wasn't definitely not a career my dj <laughs> path and uh, yeah uh that's where i i i heard a bunch of djs out in right. state college so okay. that's what got me going gotcha uh, but yeah that's where i ended graduated 2009 moved yep. to pittsburgh and yep. started working a customer service job yeah but uh started doing house parties yeah <laughs> yeah okay that's a good end though so I feel like when you start um, to a lot of DJs out there trying to, to start their game, um, house parties are the way to go. Yeah. Uh, house parties will get you into it and get you comfortable playing music in front of people uh, that are pretty much going to be your friends. Um, and so you'll know whether you like doing it mm. right then and there. Right. Um, but so you'll, you'll, You'll figure out how to DJ. You'll figure out um, your your style, and then once you get that down, I feel is a good is a good uh, time to try to break into 
wherever you're at in the scene, hmm. uh, whatever, whatever city or, you know, what's going on around you to break into, um, the clubs and bars around, around you. Right, right, right. Has there been anyone in Pittsburgh that's kind of like stood out to you as far as, um, like whether as like a promoter, whether like they booked you, kind of helped you along or anyone that you've looked up to? So when I started, I did um, house parties in, in uh, on Carnegie Street okay. um, yep. in Lawrenceville. Uh, so being my buddies from high school, um, we like to throw bangers, and uh, that's where I started. Yeah. Um, and from there, uh, my buddy Devin, uh, who uh, we had a, we have a party called Get Weird. Um, nice. We started doing that at Remedy. Okay. Um, because he knew. Um, one of the bartenders there who worked there. So that was the inn that we had right at the beginning. Got it. Start that kind of pushed you up. Start, yeah, it kind of got me like out the, of the Carnegie Street right. uh, living rooms <laughs> into the bar scene in Pittsburgh. Got it. <laughs> so, yeah. So we started there um, and built that and built that uh, up pretty big when that was in 2010, I believe. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So what would you say um, – is what's what's going on now what's your what's your day-to-day like what's the what are the big events that you like to do and how is that all working out so yeah so a little little history of all that um yeah you know while i was when i moved here i was working um in a regular nine to five job up until uh two years ago okay um but what had happened we had uh been moving that party around um, from Remedy down to Belvedere's. This was pre-fire. Belvedere's actually had a fire in 2017, I believe it was. Sounds about right. Um, and when that when that closed down um, for their repairs, I kind of stopped doing parties around Pittsburgh. Mm. Um, when they reopened, <clears throat> we. Uh, we took well. I, I actually should take that back. Yeah. I didn't stop doing parties. I, I I moved it to a different venue, but in the interim, when they opened back mm-hmm. up, I saw that as, a, as an opportunity to move back into Belvedere's. And what they had done was when they when they repaired um, their bar, they transferred it to not necessarily a music venue for bands anymore it was right. more of a club that right. they wanted dance parties um, yeah but not in a club that you think of bottle service more Correct. of a do-it-yourself dance party venue yeah that they uh is geared more towards dance parties and themed parties yeah um, so that's kind of the route that i went with about two years ago mm-hmm. uh, and it's been working out pretty well yeah. what i do at Belvedere's is yeah. um, Belvedere's is a big space. Yeah, Pittsburgh is not a big city, right? But it is big enough to get attention when there is a party that uh, grabs the the public's eye. Right, right. Uh, so what the formula that I've kind of created is to take popular artists at, at right now. Yep. And or a popular genre of music right now, mm-hmm. and make that into a theme party for Belvedere's to 
to pack it in on the weekends mm-hmm. and also uh, use my DJ skills to make it be the best party that it could be. Awesome. Um, and so that's kind of been what I have have been doing and what I was able to do to be able to quit my nine-to-five job mm-hmm. and, and move forward into this awesome. crazy DJ career. So Belvedere's reopening – was your avenue to to becoming your own own boss entrepreneur and and the the reason why i chose belvedere's is because back in 2010 or 2011 when we started there Mm -hmm. they've been family yeah ever ever since i i i I walked in the doors of that place i love belvedere's to death and uh they've been they've been my second home since uh since before pre and post fire Gotcha. Um, so when I got the opportunity to do that and the relationships yep. that I have made there with them, perfect it was, fit. It was a perfect fit. It made, yeah. it made total sense. Gotcha. So pre pre 2017, you're, you're dreaming, hoping, wanting to be doing it. You're, you know, doing the DJ thing full time. You're just like, kind of like, how am I going to get there? Or did it just kind of come out of nowhere and you're like, Oh, I can do this. It kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I said, uh, wow, I can do this. Um, okay. I always thought I was going to be a businessman. Okay. <laughs> I guess I kind of am now sure. still. Sure. But uh, I thought I was going to be the corporate guy. Okay. Um, so for a long time, I, w- I had uh, I had two, two lives. Mm-hmm. I was business Adam, and yep. then I was DJ Adam. Okay. And it, it was weird for a while. And right. um, I just remember my last job, I absolutely hated it. Um, and when I was doing more parties and realizing that I, if I put all of my time and effort into mm-hmm. these parties, yep. I could potentially pay my bills yep. the same exact way I am now, but without having to work the nine right. to five job. Right. So once I realized that and crunched the numbers, I said, yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. And, um, but that was depending on if Belvedere's was on board with me too. Correct. Which when they were, yep. I took it, I took a, I took a, I took a I dove head first right into <laughs> it. It was very scary. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, I had a lot of people supporting me. Uh, my yeah. fiance, Allie was right there by my side the whole entire time. And awesome. I couldn't, have, I probably couldn't have done it without her, right. you know, saying, this do is, it, this do is it. The way to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and another reason why I feel like I was driving her completely insane yeah. when I was working, cause I hated it so much. Yep. So she probably just said, do anything, there, but what you there. Doing now? Yep. And it worked out. <laughs> I I could see that. I get the, I get the same way if I'm if I'm not doing my own thing. It's like because I've been an entrepreneur. So I started when I was 18, working for myself. I did that business for seven years. Sold it. That was in Southern California. Moved out to Pittsburgh, and the first couple of years, I didn't really have a ton of connections yet. And I was just. I, I was working at a couple of different screen printing shops and a beer store and a call center and a pizza shop. And it was like, I was kind of all over the place. And the girl I was with was just like, I could tell you're not happy. And it's yeah. like, at that point it's different it's because I, I was an entrepreneur and I knew I wanted to do something. I just wasn't ready yet to do my next thing. And so it was like, there would be times where I was just like, you could tell I was way uncomfortable, but that was that was good to to kind of get a little break and see where you know where you put yourself and of course. what you do. 
it's written all over your face when you're not happy. Really. Oh yeah, you absolutely. Can't hide it. If you're no. that truly unhappy with where you're at, you, you, I was I was doing anything I could as like a side project. Oh, maybe I can make a couple bucks doing this. Couple like this this little like you know, I could do some photography on the side, or I could do you know whatever it might be. And then printing was the thing that just kind of my son was born, became a stay-at-home full-time dad, had the time, told everyone, hey, I'm, I'm doing printing. I started my apartment. Everyone was like, okay, yeah. print this for me. Okay. So it I just kept that, it. It works kept, like that. Right. It really does. I mean, I, I, <clears throat> I never thought that I would be, I mean, I guess when it, I never liked the word entrepreneur. I never, yeah. you know, because when you went to college and, or you, right. you went to right. study something, everybody was like, well, there's a, a, a a major called entrepreneurship. I'm like, what does that, you know, I'm not just going to go for business or something. So I right. never like the word entrepreneur, but I really love that. That's hilarious. It's, it really is what you and I both are. Right. Even though I am a DJ, it's right. also, I'm, I'm my own business. Absolutely. Well. So, Absolutely. You know, and when you work for yourself, you realize you work the hardest you've ever worked in your life. Absolutely. Um, but you want to have it any other way because no. once you do it, you can't go back. Absolutely. No, there's, like I, I've heard, and I don't know who said it originally. Like entrepreneurs are the only people that will work sixty hours, so they don't have to work forty. Right. Like it's it's the truest thing ever because you're working for yourself, and the the options are endless. And where you go next year is going to be so much bigger than what you did this year. And if you didn't, then that's on you, and you have to figure out why you didn't get it. Absolutely. And you're like, okay, you challenge yourself, and you keep moving. So it's it's a lot of fun. So that human emotion of being frightened of failure is a real thing with entrepreneurs because absolutely if you fail it's on you and that's it <laughs> no one else to blame that's it right and that's why you just do your best and people take notice and that builds right so M most definitely what do you think that you do differently than other djs that sets you apart so um to be honest with you, I, I never really thought that I was mm -hmm. set apart from DJs, mm -hmm. um, especially in the city. Um, yep. Because when I started, I, I had a ton of favorite DJs in the city. Sure. And I just wanted to be a part of the scene. Right. Um, so, you know, up until the point where I, this became my, my, my life and my job and yeah. my career, right, I right. really never honed in on um, the art or being technical. Mm -hmm. um, so... I think what sets me apart now in a sense is that it's all I do. Yeah. It's my, it, it's what I love. Um, and w if I ever had put in my time and effort into anything, I'm, I'm I guess I, you could say I'm a perfectionist. So yeah. when I'm doing something that yep. is, is my entire life, I'm going to, I'm going to put a hundred percent into it. So I feel right. like that might, yeah. you could say p puts me apart because a lot of other DJs and I'm not and I'm not uh, yeah. I'm not saying anything bad about that but they have their their jobs or their other gigs they don't right. they're not a hundred percent in DJs right. or promoters or whatever right so you you see you know the people who mm. do it a hundred percent 150 percent because that's what they do yep you can tell yeah you can always tell yeah, because I wasn't like that for a long time. Mm. Um, you know, I just I had my job, I had a party, I did it once a month, yep. and that was it. And I, I could even say I was a shit DJ back then too. Right. Um, but it was up until I I said, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to be good at this. I'm putting all my time and effort into this. Right. And this is how I eat. 
Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's when people started to say, hey, man, we noticed that you're doing a little more than normal. Right. And, uh, yeah. And that's so, and then I just keep that going. Um, gotcha. so yeah, that's, that's, that's to answer your question in a long way. I feel like that's, that's what my answer would be, but yeah. That's awesome. Now you've had some other people come up and you know, you've maybe done some like mentoring and tell me a little bit about that. How does that feel when you have someone come up to you and want to learn from you and, and what are, how do you take that on and, and what do you try to show them? I mean, that's the best feeling in the world. When somebody <laughs> asks you to show them right. something, teach them something. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, I, I get why people are teachers, mm -hmm. you know, in life because, Absolutely. you know, or, or, <laughs> or mentors in any way. Um, cause that, that just makes you feel so good when mm -hmm. somebody says, I like what you do. Can you please show me right. what's going on? Right. Um, so I treat that, uh, as a top priority. If mm. anybody ever asks me a question about DJing, yep. I will tell them anything they want to know, mm -hmm. uh, whether it be equipment, technique, style, where, where, what videos to watch, whatever. Yeah. Anything. I'm always helping. Um, cause I really didn't have that. Yeah. You know? It's hard. A lot of people um, won't teach you anything because they think that somebody will, you know, surpass them or be better than right. them or whatever it is. Or um, I had to learn myself. Now you have to go through and learn which I yourself. Hate that. I yeah. hate that. Yeah. Right. Shit right. Right. Because if I had somebody to teach me right. what I learned myself, mm. it would have been a whole different story. Right. Um, but I am very proud that I was able to teach myself sure. and, and to get to where I am now. So I'm not, uh, I'm not knocking any that because if you're teaching yourself, continue to do that. That's awesome. Uh, but if, if you have somebody to help you, that that's yeah. a, that's a complete difference and that, right. that's really nice. Huh. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I feel, I feel, I feel great when, when anybody asks me to help them. That's awesome. I have, I have the, the same kind of thing. Uh, sometimes if I see someone come in the print shop and they're getting business cards cause it's, they just had this idea and they're like, oh, I want to, you know, I have, uh, I want to start this thing and you can kind of see the fire in them. Yeah. Like, oh, let me, let me help you out a little bit more. Let's go grab some coffee or let's, um, and if they're interested in taking your advice, then the amount that you can give them is like, here's where I screwed up a couple of times. Here's where you can do better. Oh, here's, sure, you know, I mean, whatever. But the, the feel for me, on the other hand, I had a ton of a ton of mentorship. I'm the youngest of five and all of my siblings were always super helpful. Um, and then people in other businesses. I was young starting out. I had a guy that uh, his name was Daniel Verdugo. He had a, a newspaper publishing company at the time. He was 26. I was 18. He had a, a multimillion dollar company. And he was he would spend an hour, two hours with me on the phone trying to like trying to get me to understand exactly what had value, what didn't, whatever. So I feel like it's it's I owe it to people that one hundred percent. I mean, you give what you get. Right. It really is. You can have a million dollar business. Right. You know, and I feel the the karma or the energy or mm. whatever you want to call it. Sure. If you put the effort into helping and and and. and and, and use that energy in a good way, what you right. get back is gonna oh. is just gonna help you more. Absolutely. Because I have a friend, yeah. he's into, um, he's into uh, menswear and leather working and okay. hat making. Sure. And uh, he showed me a, a message the other day from a dude. He reached out to the guy, 
and asked for help in okay. hat making. Yeah. And the the response was basically, I taught myself how to do this. Yeah. I'm not teaching you. <laughs> and I just thought that was complete and utter bullshit. Cause right. You know, you can just at least help. Say, okay, watch these videos. This right. is what helped me. Absolutely. You don't have to come over and show me how to cut leather or show me how to make a hat. Or right. Whatever, or show me how to scratch or show me how to mix. But yeah. at least throw positive energy that way and say, okay, this is what I did when I started. Right. Here's, a, here's the first step. Right. What is so hard about that? And what do you think? I mean, it, it boggles my mind how people yeah. don't put positive energy that way. Yeah. And then they ex they expect positive shit to happen to them. It's just, right. or they wonder why it's not happening. And they're like, why isn't the world against me? Right. Like, oh, come on, like, let's take a look. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have friends in San Francisco who know who you are. I have um, you've you've been on some some blogs and stuff like that. What's what's uh, where would where would people that are outside of Pittsburgh? How would they know you? Like. So I actually, um, you know, when I started this full time, um, yeah. this, this being everything I do, um, yeah. Instagram and social media right now is really blowing up with, uh, with everything, to be honest with you. I don't right. care if it's cooking, bicycling, motor, I don't care. But DJing, uh, there's a lot of DJ videos popping up. Yep. And um, most of it is like scratching or beat juggling or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel when I started posting videos on mm -hmm. on the internet, it was more. I wasn't really, I really wasn't showing off how good technically I was. I was mm -hmm. like putting together, uh, fun little sixty second clips of right, like fun music, dance music, and then making it kind of technical, right. to, But not as not as hard as if somebody saw it, they can't recreate it in a way. So right. I feel like. When mm. I started doing that, it kind of it kind of took my videos and and turned them into not tutorials, but more of like sixty second party on your phone. Yeah. Uh, and so that's <laughs> kind of like what my mentality has been moving forward with it, and that has caught the attention of some people. Yeah. Especially out in California. Right. Uh, with BPM Supreme, the music uh, record pool that I work with. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's been great. So that's kind of how I I was able to branch out in um in pittsburgh to other places without actually having to leave pittsburgh it's great the internet is a great tool absolutely <laughs> it really is yeah no i mean most of my business is all we work online and try to develop as much as we can so that you still we want we don't want you to have that the online ordering experience we want it to be a personal you know you can oh, call sure, or come sure. in whatever but the the back and forth and emails it can get a little bit like if I if I could put it together a little form and said what do you, what exactly do you want and then that shoots to me that just took out five to ten back and forth so that helps a little bit so online is online is awesome we handle all of our orders online but like the amount that you're able to grasp the amount of people that you're able to reach it's phenomenal it's it, it's really unlimited I mean um, mm-hmm the 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 couple of viral videos that that uh bpm put out it was really yeah. crazy um, yeah the one uh the cash me outside girl yep um, with eminem right yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the little mix there 
Um, that was really funny when that went viral because the guys at BPM were just like, what, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, but that was a lot of fun because, yeah. you know, I, I'd been working real hard. So when, when, when a video like that, you know, pops off, uh, and you never know which ones it's going to be, know. you never know. So, right. uh, when that happened, it was pretty fun and, and they loved it. How many hits did that one get? I think that one has up. I actually think it got taken down, to be honest with really? you. Really? Okay. I, I just checked the other day. Yeah. Because I wanted to put it up on uh, on a on a website or a Facebook post. Sure. Um, but I think they took it down because she's a, she's a legit rapper now, um, <laughs> and I guess uh, so. <laughs> right. Uh, so her her record label must have found it, took it down or something. Okay. I don't know. I never got a, an email or a, a message regarding it, but I can't find it on YouTube anymore. And okay. I know they didn't take it down on my Instagram, still on my Instagram, but I think the last time that I checked it, it was up to like 4 million, okay. four and a half million. Gotcha. Um, but uh, it's, that was hilarious. Right. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That's um, awesome. But yeah, that was cool. And then the next, uh, I, d I did another um, exclusive mix for BPM. I think it reached up to a million and a half or maybe two. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, I mean, that's, that's great. Cause obviously I do those videos for, for nothing that's just yeah. what i do to promote myself right how often do you do it so back when i was doing it a lot i try to do one video a week okay. uh, right now i'm probably doing one video every other week okay um, unless i have something going on um so my my social medias are always going to have something pop up gotcha. uh, i'm never going to ghost for a month because right that's just what i do and how i move forward and what i use to motivate me to not uh slack and, right. uh, and be lazy hmm. um, so I'm always doing videos I'm always trying to put together mixes I have a, um, a mix series called what's goody with Adam C okay um, and I try to put out a mix once a month I'm up to five right now or six okay I should say is that on SoundCloud that is on SoundCloud okay uh, and MixCloud and um, yeah I, I, I like to stay busy with it because if, if if you work for yourself it's very easy to say yeah. okay i'm gonna take this day off or the right. next day off take a week off oh and then you get into this right this uh this wave of doing nothing for a long time mm -hmm. and then with anything once you stop it's hard to start again right uh, so i try not to let that happen correct correct and i mean i'm sure it's the same for you as far as like booking and promoting and all these things i mean granted you do have a home where you're pretty consistent but if you're not if you're not constantly out there trying to for me it's with you know quotes and customer service and answering emails and phone calls if i don't do that for a week then the next week i don't have any work so it's like you got to keep a, a steady stream of that you know there's you have to otherwise right. you know you're not gonna you're not gonna you're nah. not gonna have steak for dinner you're gonna <laughs> have ramen noodles <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with ramen noodles but steak is better yeah it's good <laughs> but if you're starting out you wear a lot of different hats and you yeah. you want to make sure that you're getting a little piece of everything and not just doing the thing you like because doing that thing you like is good and you should perfect it but there's also you need that balance what i always tell myself because mm -hmm. i don't i don't preach to anybody uh, <laughs> but what i always tell myself because i preach to myself is you mm -hmm. know whatever you do whether it's work for yourself, work for somebody else, do nothing at all, sit on the couch and play video games all day. Whatever you do, there's going to be something about that you don't like to do, right. that you do not want to do. Of course. And yeah, you just have to deal with that. Um, mm -hmm. 
do it. I mean, but what what I do now is I tell myself that I'm doing what I chose to do. I'm not working for anybody else. Right. And I'm not getting involved in corporate stuff. But when drama and stress hits me now, mm-hmm. I deal with it a lot better mm. than I would if I had not chosen what I my life. Absolutely. So I have to keep reminding myself that because now I've been doing it for two years and you get into the routine and right. then you get you get upset when something bad happens. But sure. I'd rather, you know, you always have to remind yourself you rather want to deal with this stuff when you choose it rather than Absolutely. when it happens to you and right. you have no control over it. I love that. Well, um, I appreciate you being on. Thank you for having me, man. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Where can we find your information if someone wanted to look you up? So you can find me at uh, on Instagram at DJ ADMC. Uh, you can find me on Facebook if you just type in DJ space ADMC. Cool. Uh, and that's probably the uh, the big. Oh, and then SoundCloud. Um, SoundCloud. Just search DJ ADMC as well, and you'll be able to find that page pretty quickly. Sweet. Well, thanks for watching. This has been Thoughtful Discussions. I'm Josh Snyder. Make sure you subscribe, share, like, comment. And check out the next episode. Skirt, skirt.